Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news. We are your hosts. I am Starf Chris. Philip, the dude with the headband. So you didn't go last this time. Very good. And Sam Jericho, of course. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are, of course, brought to you by the Someone Nerdy Podcast Network. Make sure you go check out all the other podcasts in the family, Someone Nerdy Radio, and Future Flicks with Billiam. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. There'll be links to everything on the show notes page on SomeoneNerdy.com. Welcome, fellas. Hey, what's up? How you doing, Chris? Um, I'm, my body's trying to get sick. Yeah? I can feel that, like, scratch in the back of my throat. Yeah, you're gonna be able to. You're gonna be good for this podcast. We got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about Raw. I, I might not talk much. We got to talk about SmackDown. Yeah, I don't we have got, much to say about either one. We got to talk about Roadblock. Roadblock, I have kind of a lot of things to say. We got He's ready to we lose got, that prediction yeah. again. We got predictions tonight. Yep, yeah. and we got. Uh, we're gonna try the ten count. See how the ten count game works. So explain the ten count. To ten me. count. Uh, well, Chris, I'm hoping that you'll have a very interesting argument to set between me and Phil, and we're just going to go at it for 10 minutes, and then you're going to pick who wins. The 10 count, so like when a wrestler is thrown out the ring, or they both roll out, it goes to a 10 count by the referee, and for each minute, Chris will call out like 10, (laughs) 9, and at the end, he's going to decide. Double count out? No way. Or, somebody rolls back in, or it's a single count. It'll be much. So both of y'all suck. Yeah, double count. Not. Yeah, it's a double suck. count up. I mean, if it sucks, we're not going to air it, so you're just going to yeah, cut the whole thing. You'll never hear it everything we just said, you'll never hear it edit this part out, too. Right, so it's going to be something we're going to try interesting, and we're going to go from there. But Christopher... Um, but before we move into the podcast, ask everybody that's listening to the podcast to leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast after listening to it on. Um, it will help us out tons to grow in the future. The podcast numbers keep going up and up as we release new podcasts, but... Uh, any kind of help with that aspect would be much appreciated. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to be the best. We're just trying to be somebody. That's <laughs> nice. Now, I want to be the best. You do? It's it? be, a lot of responsibility. We're going to be the best wrestling podcast ever. It's a lot of responsibility. Next to Chris Jericho. It's a Kings of Leon like song lyric you just did. Too. I, just felt like, so. I just felt like it was Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. that's, yeah. Oh, goodness. Come on, guys. With great power. <laughs> All right, so, Phil, what's going on in that noggin of yours? Uh, what's going on in my noggin is about these lovely gifts that I brought you guys for Christmas. Oh, I'm yeah. such a nice guy. Thank you so much. I, Christmas is just around the corner. Yep. Uh, I got Christopher this lovely Star Wars Boba Fett alarm clock. Isn't it amazing that I don't own this already? Yeah, I was, I was, I brought it here, and on the way here, I was just like, I think you might have this, but I don't I don't remember seeing it in your room. I think I have the Vader one uh-huh. somewhere. That, that's, like, I've seen, I've seen Vader and Yoda a lot. I've never seen the Boba Fett one. And I brought that, and then and Sam over here has a Japanese wrestling catalog, toy catalog. Yeah, yeah. what do you, what year is this from? It's that got... has to be well. The, the the Asians always have. It seems like it's <laughs> the, you know they always have like things that seem like they're Mm-mm. from Mm-mm. ten years ago, but Watch it was last out. week. Well, I was gonna say there's yeah, you can never tell by all of Asia, it, not yeah. just Japan. And all everything they do is kind of like, graphic wise looks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Graphic wise, it always looks like it's like ten to twenty years long. Yeah, old because everything's retro. Yeah, to them. which is cool. So this magazine, it has it's uh, either from well, last it's, year it, or twenty years ago. Yeah, it's, it's it, older because I think it has the American figures in there, and the newest ones they have in there are still like Jack specific WWF figures. They that all are say like WWF really on them. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh it's before that time period, and there's a, there's even Mexican action figures in there. So twenty years old or so. It's got a bunch of Antonio Inoki. That's that's not that. See, that's the thing that could he's like Hulk Hogan in the sense that they'll always be making figures of him. Yeah, and I'll so, put a, we'll put a picture of the book in the show notes page, yeah. but and it's our, all on the Instagram page too. So it's all in Japanese, which I do not speak, so I don't know how it would order from this catalog anyway. But it's really awesome. I wonder You're if welcome. they ship here. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm. I'm I really am going to order a few. I want to <laughs> order a few of these Noki figures, and then they've got a really sweet uh, Misawa figure. Which is pretty yeah. weird. So Chris made a comment, and also his wife made a comment. How every time I come over, I'm always bringing awesome stuff. Uh-huh. Well, you brought like uh, two thousand dollars worth of uh, Dragon Ball figures last yes. time you were here. 
And now they're still here because you didn't bring them home with you. Because I knew you were going to want to look at them. But now the longer they're in my Gombok room, I want to steal them all. So I know where they're at. And uh, we look to probably do a video for that in the future. But more back to wrestling, I would say. You brought some wrestling figures over before, too. Those were really great. Yes, right. You gave gave me a Paul Bearer. I gave I gave out some old wrestling action figures that are trunk in my car. I always just have stuff I'm finding everywhere. Did you have a wrestling toy as a kid? Did you remember like having wrestling toys? Oh yeah, dude. Sting. Sting. Sting was my first. Just one. like lots of stings. No, I just had one sting with the okay. flat top blonde sting. It was the bigger mm. like eight inch ones that, that was like rubber, didn't move. And I used to chew on his feet for some reason. They're really <laughs> chewy. How and old are we talking? Like you were eighteen. No, it's like eight, nine. Okay. And we didn't have a wrestling ring. Nobody in my neighborhood had one. We just had a couple of figures and then regular action figures. And we'd use the foot, little footstool that went with our rattan couch. We flipped it upside down and put like our belts around oh, as actual belts. We wow. did that. And we did that shoebox. Shoebox also works. And we put it in our hallway and we put a turn the hall light light off and we'd use flashlights and nice. we'd have our little wrestling yeah, shows. Nice. Yeah. I had one of the like uh, ten to twelve inch. Um, big stuffed animals. Okay, uh, like the hu- like the, uh, yeah, the, the Rassel Hogan. buddies, mm-hmm. Rassel buddies. Yeah, yeah. Sam, I got. They two. still make them. Those they Do still they? make those. Yeah, oh. we got in. Uh, well, it's at Second of Charles, which is a trade-in place that Phil works at. We got in some. Uh, we got a Hulk Hogan one and an Ultimate Warrior one. Oh, really? Okay, a genuine like old school eighties Ultimate Warrior one. Oh, that's awesome. Which was not that gross, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I got I... you. What year was that? I got you a Hulk Hogan. It was like a one that you get at the fair to where they're kind of yeah. like furry skin. Yeah. Like cheaper made, but it was yeah, still yeah, yeah. nice. What year was that one? I don't know. That was like, it was also 80s. Yeah. I found it at like a thrift shop for three bucks and I was like, I can't pass this up. So yeah, I heard about Alberto de Rio getting in a fight backstage. Do you hear about that? A fight backstage where? I don't know. It Who's didn't really specify. Well, it, I don't. When I see things on the internet, I, I, I sign <laughs> off of. It must be true. No, be well, true. when I, I don't. I have a Facebook and an Instagram, and my Facebook account is logged off unless I manually log into it, so I'm not instinctively just melting my mind scrolling through for hours on it. And some of the stuff on there is wrestling related, and they'll have you know they'll have a picture, and then I'll have like a title to it: Alberto Del Rio fight backstage. So clickbait. So I, I yeah I I never click it. So I see that I'm like oh he got in a fight. Look at him, he's mm-hmm. bad. But that's right after I saw the episode of Total Divas last week where they kind of show him on there and he's just sitting there and he's acting like he doesn't know any of the other wrestlers that are on that show which they all that's kind of asinine yeah they all know each other so it's more like he's ready to be out of there and he does not want to be around those guys but so i already have i never really liked Alberto del rio or el patron whatever you want to call him so that's the only thing i know about sam you ever really heard anything about it no i haven't i'm Um, surprised i keep how much? At this point, I feel like I see something about Pedro Alberto Del Rio at some point in the news almost every week, and, and I, I don't just care. I just tune it all out. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I went to a show in New Orleans, uh, Money Not Raw, the one where Dean Ambrose had the uh, Ambrose Asylum before Money in the Bank, and he said that he was going to win cash in that night, and yeah, then he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were parking, I saw Paige and Alberto Del Rio walking around, like just going to the arena. I waved at them, and they both gave me the most just like who the hell do you think you really? are kind of look? And I thought, like, more than was necessary. Like, I know you don't know who I am. You don't have to say hi or anything, but just... <laughs> but I'm like, a fan. Like, I also thought, like, you guys don't seem like in a very good mood. And and as it turns out, Obviously, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Yeah. yeah. He was gone from the company not long after that. Yeah. So, that was... I, I kind of always time. never mind him. I just thought he got used wrong, especially in his second run. My thing the was, newest run. I didn't yeah. really care for him. He, he was neat. He kind of reminded me of like an Eddie Guerrero thing. He would come out with like his limousine. He's kind of like the the He's bad. Alberto Del Rio. He Alberto Del Rio was a combination of Eddie Guerrero and JBL's character into one yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, And uh, when he went away and he went to AAA and he became like a god over there with Mr. Um, C's and uh, Rey Mysterio Jr., they became like they solidified being icons of the, the current wrestling generation. Mm-hmm. And they were just lighting up on fire. And then he said on different shoot podcasts that he's never going to come back. Then he comes back and he's more like tame. Well, and he's like doing his matches. And he's doing matches with other luchadors. And they're those flat matches. And I expected him to be a little more up with it. That's why they probably threw him those bones. I mean, we I liked his stuff with Kalisto. It was pretty good. It wasn't anything that like it, it I'm was a sit little, here and it talk was, about. It was slippy. That, that was that great. They had, 
well, guess I was being a little too critical on it because it's a totally different style. Maybe they weren't as into it because the crowd wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. Because and yeah. plus we saw it every week. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's WWE though. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of WWE. Oh yeah, those guys. Monday Night Raw. Raw's War. Raw's War. War Zone. How long? It's been a long time since it's been Raw's War though. I mean, it's supposed to be the. The brand extension supposed to be a you remember that a it would fight cut for the ratings. it would be like right at that hour mark it'd be like war was it war zone it was or? the war zone because it was the hour that was at the same time as WCW yeah. oh really yeah, yeah. so yeah. it would yeah. they do the copyright little thing at the bottom right or bottom left of the screen so you knew it was like the beginning of the other program but it was the same thing yeah now it's treated like it's a full three hour block but back when it was first starting two hours they treated like two separate but then would run seamlessly into each other yeah. shows. Huh. So they would do a new signature at the beginning on the bottom. Teaching another fact. Fact at the of the very day beginning for of the I knew that, but I, I never realized it. Yeah. That's weird details that I used to like. Um, did you see the uh, the New Day defending their WWE tag yeah, team? Yeah, I saw the champagne room set up, and it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, is this a hockey championship about to happen? Yeah, yeah they beat... Uh, they beat Who did they beat first? They beat Cesaro and Sheamus, and the club, Carl Anderson. And, My boys. Machine uh, Gun Anderson. Yeah, Machine mean? Gun. Carl they, they need to let him do that again. Just come in and machine gun his little. That was one of my favorite. Th- and when he would uh, come out at uh, in New Japan, and they would do his announcement, he had a sound effect where they would play a sh- machine gun sound as they said "machine gun Carl." Anderson. Oh, really? He would just yeah, go. He would act like he was like mowing he's, everybody yeah, down, which was really and, cool. Which, they're never gonna let him do. No, that. they're never gonna. They don't do that for almost anybody. Yeah, like, you know. D- I will say, since those guys have come over from New Japan, especially Luke Gallows. You know, we saw him as Festus and a part of CM Punk's little, uh, what is it called? Don't don't belittle the straight edge little, society. That, straight edge the society. little that little group he had. He, he didn't really show too much of like his skill set, I would say. But now he's doing a lot of kicks, a lot uh-huh. of spin kicks, uh-huh. and just stuff that guys his size don't really do. In Japan, that's like show your respect. You know, I can do these moves. I think they're completely wasted right now. They're oh. not. They're not really using them. They're not. That's Raw is weird where they can't. They treat every... them like the Douglies and they brought them back. Well, no, they're not... using them to get everybody else over because they know there are guys that are. Well, you say that, but then I thought that that triple threat tag match was awesome. I thought it was uh, good. No, it was Cesaro I, lit I, it up. I freak out. Yeah, Cesaro in that match mm-hmm. was amazing. That Thank sequence goodness. where he hit like what? What was that? Like twenty two like combos in a Dude, row. That's called an ultra combo in Killer Instinct. Nice. Uh, you know. Uh, but I thought uh, even Carl and Luke looked good in that match. I thought everybody looked yep. good. That's was, that's the idea. Everybody it, looks good, so then when Sam, somebody wins, it's more lo- long. Everybody term. wins. Long Sam, term I agree. Since been there. You'll get excited about this. I agree that this was a good match, mm. being that it was a triple threat. I you don't say that often. I don't triple threats because usually you got one team or one person depending sleeping on the it's side, sleeping on the side, just whatever. It flowed so well that you know the tags were smooth. You know, even though you know there was the blind tags and all it, it wasn't like where you see the other guys just sitting over there waiting. But I thought it was cool that they. Because they announced really quickly that if New Day retains, that they're going to break the record. Mm-hmm. And that was the opening sequ- you know, yeah. sequence. So I thought that was a really cool, epic way to start Raw. I felt like it was a big deal. Uh, Kofi, Big E, and uh, Woods cut that great promo. Uh, Woods mentioned his grandmother. Passed away. Which yeah. was really sad. I mean, he mentions her, he or he would mention her on Up, Up, Down, Down all the time. So I know that they must have been close. You, could, you know, that was real. Mm-hmm. That was that was a nice shoot. Um so I was really happy when they won, but then immediately thought when uh, they were celebrating in the back with Stephanie and she got covered in champagne that that wasn't going to be good. I just thought that that was going to, I thought that was going to bleed over to, to, roadblock. to roadblock. That's what I thought. Yeah. But then, no, that's that what. Because it's, it's a re- really weird train of thought to do. Okay, we're not doing anything that was the people, the main people mm-hmm. on a roster, and we really need to. Do something for the pay per view that's coming mm-hmm. up. How do we do that and include New Day? That's really how I yeah. think they thought about but it. But I thought that. But I thought this that was, was a good really way great. to do it. Yeah. Are think... they maybe trying to build up some heat for Stephanie McMahon so she becomes more the authority figure again? Because it seems like the management yeah, on Stephanie both doesn't shows need more, are being too. They're being too general. They're being you know they're too. I like that though. I no, don't. I'm not I... saying there's anything bad about. it. I'm saying maybe they're trying to build it up to, again to where 
they become those bad guys again. Well, that's Who? the thing is that the authority, like the oh, right, authority, like I the managers know. on both brands. Are you? Am I supposed to hate Stephanie McMahon or am I supposed to like Stephanie McMahon? I still don't you understand how Stephanie McMahon and Mick Foley are getting along on this show. At one time or another, Mick Foley and her were like skipping down the hallways together, yeah, and this it's wasn't so that random. long ago. So I mean, no one's going to tell her anything, so it doesn't really matter. But I like when they kind of are more in the background. It gives a reason as to why they put New Day in that scenario. I don't want bad guy authority anymore. That I don't story want authority done. anymore. It yeah. doesn't. It's unnecessary. A lot I of wrestling storylines are done. They they recycle them. But now that programming is so consistent weekly, and people forget that oh, this movie was done authority over. for like fifteen years yeah. now. But I <laughs> think sure. that that you know the the go home show before pay per view would be easy for them to have. Chris Jericho versus Roman again, and then mm-hmm, Kevin mm-hmm. versus Seth again, and and this was an interesting, and way it would have been it. overkill, so it was better to do it that way. And then I thought the main event, the, the triple threat with them, was awesome. Yeah, I it was. It was really great. was. Um, well, do you think why why are they doing all these triple threats? This is usually they would throw one in the, here and there. And now they're starting to do more. So that because they like to sell the idea that the champion has such a disadvantage in a triple threat because that way yeah. they could lose their belts without ever yeah. they do mention that a lot like I oh do... they may not even lose it themselves well especially in like tag matches it, it's the first time they don't do triple threat tag matches as often they as they do like yeah. fatal four-way tag matches but i do think it's weird when they do those where it's one fall because why especially if you're champion would you tag out well, of the, the whole, match it's not even to real. somebody that, so that you're not even there and then if they, they get pinned and you're not involved there's nothing it's not you can a real triple threat match Th- no that's it's for not. one thing I, I hate that they call it a triple threat they have done that before the i think the first time was it was like uh dx against chris jericho and the big show and undertaker and cena again to promote a pay-per-view but in that match there was one representative from each team each at team. the same time so right. it was a triple threat but then you could tag out for a new member in the triple threat match. Because a true triple threat is no disqualification. Yeah. All three people fighting at the same time. But that can be very... That's chaotic. also... Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. I, understand I mean, this that, that match but on Raw was chaotic, too. Don't call this a triple threat. Think of a different name for it. Well, tornado. No, you can't I mean, call it tornado it tag, either. I think what we have to do, guys, is just get, break down the rules and just <laughs> pull out the rule book and say, all right, on page five, guys, the mm-hmm. WWE totally broke their own rules. Do you think that... The Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens best friend fallout is for real, or do you think that it's a setup so that they both will conquer on Roadblock? Because that's what I initially thought, but the way that's been playing out, I think that Chris is really genuinely upset with Kevin. They've been is... doing that a little bit. They've been hinting that they've they've acted like that before slightly, not as strongly as maybe this past episode of Raw, but they've done it here and there. Yeah, and then they've totally fooled us because it's good. I think I they're gonna lie. get back together. Yeah. Well, I think I'd like to think that it's building to a big, I I don't know if I have the gumption to say a WrestleMania, I mean, probably WrestleMania, I don't know if the belt will be Between him too? Between Kevin and It won't be the belt. And Chris. How much did you like the meatloaf and Bon Jovi? I really don't like that. That was was a good line. I I wonder if Chris Jericho is really just like, oh no, you just called me Bon Jovi. I I think he's genuinely mad about it because... He keeps being told it. He's been told that since he got that haircut, like, ten years ago. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's okay with it. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, but, you know. Well, it's making it's, money. It's better than his Rudy Tootie booty thing he was doing earlier in the Good year. God. Or Sparkle Crotch. Apparently, Vince loves Sparkle Crotch. I like he Sparkle loves Crotch. that nickname. Uh, That's what I, I think uh, Kevin Owens and them get back together, but it's going to take, I think, after this pay-per-view. Did you love... That Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns finally officially teamed oh, up. They are officially together. Too. It's crazy that they were setting that up ever since they put Kevin and uh, Chris together mm. and then put them both against Seth and Roman. I thought for sure it would be the two of them against Roman and Seth just in a one-on-one match right before the pay-per-view. And then randomly the New Day is just the centerpiece of the whole thing, which made it so much more interesting. Mm. Uh, so well, how's it official the, between the guys? It's official said, because... Like, they were... It's official because Chris wants it to be official. No, 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 no. And I, 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 this is proof to why it's official. Backstage, they were just walking together, and that's when the camera interview started happening. I got gotcha. you. They were just together. It wasn't like, but they weren't hey, talking. They were just walking next to each other together. in the hall. They're together. They're together. They've gotten over their they're little together. dramatic outburst. No, no, no. no, no. There's some kind of document signing that night. Like that Roman's missed. gonna do. They're gonna use the whole storyline where, like, hey, I remember when you screwed me over, and it's gonna come to head eventually. But right now they're together. They'll do some stupid thing where 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 they look at each other for a long time backstage, and one of them goes cool, 
And then Roman, like, fist bumps. Cool. Yeah, and, and then, then they, <laughs> they can just move on and we go, like, um, well, you know. And they drink a Gatorade together, and then a Gatorade mm-hmm. commercial starts. And then Roman goes, I need this a whole lot for my character, so please. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird when he was, when they were, when he started getting booed last year, they mm-hmm. kept throwing him back with Dean. Yeah. Because people Which were never cheering helped. for Dean. But then he would move away, and then it would, it would always hurt. So maybe this will work. I, he works really well as a... I thought he was awesome in the match. That that where he caught Chris in the uh, Codebreaker, and then like power bombed him. him. Yeah. And then he kicked out. The whole, the whole audience erupted for that. And then that... What, what was he doing? He did like a... He like wheelbarrowed him, and then... Sh- Seth like kicked him in the head. I don't know all kinds. Oh yeah, of crazy, yeah, no, yeah. You uh, wheelbarrowed him and spun him into the corner while Seth Rollins uh, glanced his knee across yeah. his face. So, which awesome. it was a really cool setup. Yeah. It, it, everybody had to be timed right really well yeah. to do it. Yeah. It looked cool. It was a great main event. Like I mean, like next year I'll think about that match. I don't think it was. It wasn't the greatest match yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it was. It was a really good television match. The only other standpoint thing on Raw was the. Uh, the McFoley promo yeah. on Sami Zayn. The, uh, I did see that. that Sammy, was... um... I like when, when McFoley does his promos, but the angles they keep putting, the conversation is too straightforward on the, like, Sami Zayn, and McFoley is this the whole side of his face. You know, McFoley used to do his promos, he would never look at the camera, but he'd be looking down and his hair would kind of be over in his face, and yeah. you feel that, you know, it's, it's bubbling out of him, and you really, I enjoyed it. Um, a lot of the ECW feel, promos. My only problem was it is McFoley's uh, promos have all turned exactly the same. He always yells. Yeah. Yeah. He starts off very calm, and then he yells again. Yeah. And he, he yells in every promo. They only bring yes. him out to do that yeah, promo. Yeah. So then, maybe because he's getting so much energy from the DDP yoga. Maybe, but see, even with that though, I thought the stuff with Sammy worked because I felt that that was really true. That's kind of what I thought when uh, this whole thing started about kind of not having confidence in Sammy, it's kind of like, well, that doesn't seem like something you would do, Mick, you jerk, you know? Right, right. Like, if anybody's going to be supportive of Sammy Zayn, it would be Mick yeah, Foley. Yeah, you know what they need to do? They need to trade Sammy Zayn for James Ellsworth, and James Ellsworth's going to be his new Mike Whipwreck. That's what I thought. They chanted that when he when Mick they said did. that they were going to tra- uh, trade him trade for him. somebody. There's a there that would an be Ellsworth tight. chant, but then he said Eva Marie, and I was thinking, I, there's no one he could say that's worse than James Ellsworth. And then when he said Eva Marie, <laughs> oh, man. I thought the same thing. That I was, was like, man, so bad. who would they trade? And I kept going through my head like, man, who would they trade? Who would they trade? Who Wasn't she trade? originally on Raw for a while? When nah. she, like, All Red Everything is on the blue yeah, brand, yeah. Blue. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, I, then I think it's, you know, I like stories where it, it doesn't feel like it's a story. It feels, it's not the Lana Rusev uh, going to the hotel room stuff, which was hilarious, but not... By the way... In that promo was Rusev and Lana. They both dropped their accent, yeah, heavy accents, multiple times. And if well, they didn't get to the back and get yelled at, it's like, did y'all forget that you know, well, that you're from Russia and you're from Bulgaria? They're easing it out just like Kofi Kingston. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Remember Kofi Kingston? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was because Rusev, his accent is not as thick as what he talks. I don't so. know if that's what they're going to do. Or not. No, no Rusev talks too much now. He used he to does, like just yeah. do a couple like. Grunts and groans and very bad English, which was great. And now he's now like, he's full senses and ranting. And his his thick accent is kind of getting hidden. I love his. I love when he does his broken English mm-hmm. promos, though. <laughs> so it would really bum me out if he actually if he stopped doing that. I don't think he can. Now. Though. I think you know. Yeah. Now with the, with divas, it's you know once you're on that show, they kind of like all right, the cat's out of the bag. I don't like I. They do a pretty good, they sometimes cross the line, but they do a pretty good job of not acknowledging that on the main show. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, exactly. They're not because it's two different programs. They, they do acknowledge it a whole lot more it. on SmackDown. Yeah. They talk about it all the time on SmackDown. Really? Because that's where Nikki Bella is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of SmackDown, standard. did you like SmackDown? Which main event was better? Was the Fatal 4-Way on SmackDown better or the Triple Threat Tag Team match on My Raw? favorite wrestler was in Raw, Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh my God. We have to wait for you to say it. I love, personally, Luke Harper. So this episode of SmackDown did, was amazing. Did Luke Harper, does he still have the same Titan Tron thing where it's the eyeball, his eyeballs? No, he's got a new thing where... That was my favorite. It was so that creepy was and cool. really creepy. It's um, cool, though. Now it's it sets up so it's like he's walking out of the woods, okay. which is also very with his character. Correct. It's still that same guitar riff. In you know, it's he doesn't come out to Bray Wyatt's music. He has his own 
theme song still. Uh, but there was no Orton. There was no why, uh, Bray with him. It was just Luke. He interrupts. You know, you got Miz and AJ, and then they're talking about who's the better champion. Which, which is I was really excited about. Yeah. A, a, a promo between those two or a, a feud between those two, I'm looking forward to in the future. I, I don't like the idea. The only thing that I... I mean, Miz is cocky enough that he would love to have both belts, but I liked that up until he ch- basically challenged AJ for the belt, I like the idea that he thinks, well, I'm Intercontinental Champion, and so my belt's more important than your belt yes, because I'm above you. That was all awesome. Awesome. Um, and then Dean comes out, and he wants, you know, re- you know, the title, then Dolph, and that was all kind of predictable. So then when the lights went out and it was just Luke, and he just murders Completely everyone, that was it. so great. Yeah. And then, you know, Daniel Bryan backstage is like, we have to, we thought about it, and we decided to put those four guys that just fought each other in a match later to determine, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, good thinking. But, uh, yeah, it was supposed to be, do you think that, uh, James Ellsworth is gonna get a title shot in the, f- they, they basically took it away from him because he was sick. Nah, well, they, they took it away because, uh, uh, AJ Styles is still hurt. He still has a bum leg. But they could have put it, because they said that the number one contender, for the Fatal Four Way would fight him in a couple weeks on mm-hmm. December twenty seventh. Yeah. I don't think, but that could have been James Ellsworth. But no yeah. one wants to build up to the He's... James Ellsworth they no, just saw. Man, not at all. But I mean, do you think that they're dropping it because they think that they've they're pushing that too more, or they've got other things like no? Up for later? From what I've read, it, it's only because because it would have happened. The match would have happened last week, and they think the whole feud would have been squashed. But they're having to drag it out because they there's no okay. there's no bow on the end. And they're waiting for that bow, so AJ Styles as soon as his leg and he's cleared to, to wrestle again. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm surprised he was even in the ring, but I think the one of the reasons he got out of the ring is because he can't be touched right now. So. Do you Probably. think also, like, after the TLC pay-per-view, they're going to be a lot lighter on the violence side of things, like the no-DQ matches or the gimmick matches for the next they, couple of months? They d- uh, again, December feels kind of non-canon. Mm-hmm. they got Christmas, they've got New Year's. It's WWE kind of goes into a holding pattern. Yeah, they sometimes do like the trick or treat, not the trick or treat, but like Santa's little helper matches where they have, you know, that kind of stuff will probably happen. Yeah, but it's uh, the holidays. They have lives, you know, so they're going to be a little bit lighter so they can get home, um, do their thing. But they're still doing their their entertainment value because this is sports entertainment. But that's basically you why they that, do the big gimmicks in December as a way to like that little extra. Hey, watch the show. Yeah, there's going to be a ladder match. There's going to be lots of ladder matches on it to get people to watch because numbers are always really low in December, right, which is yeah. why it's so weird that WCW would, their main show was usually in December. Uh, the, uh, Starcade, Starcade. Oh, yeah, was always was, in November, huh? yeah, December. Yeah, yeah. It was in November. And from what from Thanksgiving, I've never really thought about it, but apparently survivor series is always only started to just go against Starcade. So then mm-hmm. they had to push it back to December to not go against WWE. That's what we should, uh, in the future talk about some old WCW pay-per-views that were just so iconic like halloween havoc bash at the beach bash at the beach were don't oh my god anyway no um the girl all the girl stuff that happened on smackdown the girl stuff girl, girl stuff that's i mean that's there really what women, it was that's what i'm becky lynch alexa bliss their stuff was girl good, stuff. but the uh, carmella natalia nikki girl was stuff. girl stuff yeah Chris, who do you think attacked nikki bella I backstage in series care if it nikki can't bella be carmella. cannot sell anything in her it's like i don't know but i'm really confused about it that was her line to the she's question confused about everything does it bother you that nikki bella got attacked backstage and they're still talking about it after several weeks but after charlotte brutalized bailey in front of an audience they haven't mentioned it once mm-hmm. that's yeah. the difference between raw and smack exactly for better or for worse whatever yeah but uh because people uh, that's the difference that. though on the stuff on raw i i don't know if it's obviously it's because i like the wrestlers better I care about it. Like when like the Charlotte stuff happens or the the uh, Bailey stuff happens, I'm like, oh, okay, it's not a skippable moment. Mm-hmm. See, the girl I, stuff happens on SmackDown. See, I I'm disagree. Like, I can't actually. wait to I actually watch <laughs> it even if I don't like it. I feel like it's I don't know it it it's not that it's compelling. It's that I know that there's there's a direction. I don't know what the direction is. Right. I don't know what's leading to. I think it's obvious in my opinion that it's Eva Marie. Eva Marie attacked Nikki backstage, and she'll come back and have a big epic feud I didn't with Nikki. You didn't think about that, yeah. actually. They mentioned her name on the other show, so that they're hinting. They're foreshadowing. I mean, anyone that thinks that it was either Natalia or Carmel, it's like Scooby-Doo. If if you mention who it is, that's not who it is. That's you know who's coming game. back, too? Um, she just had the Max versus Asha. Asuka. Mickey James? Yeah, she's just signed a long-term oh, yeah. contract. Oh, Nick- yeah. So. Mickey James signed a long-term, yeah. 
I mean, I would love for Mickey James to come back to the main roster. I want, I'm now? waiting for Asuka to come to the yeah. main roster. That'll be awesome. On SmackDown, Alexa Bliss, um, there was like a, a girl, a jobber girl for her to fight, a mm-hmm. woman. And she kind of just kicked her out of the ring and demanded real competition. And then that's when Becky Lynch came out. That's uh, Deanna Peraza. She was in the... She was at the New Day celebration. She's been on NXT a lot, and I just really like her. I don't know if it's that I just think she's NXT really cute before, or that yeah. she's just has a lot, but every time I see her now, I'm like, oh, hey, give her a shot. Sign her. <laughs> they're going to do a, I think they're doing like a women's tournament, kind of like the, they're supposed to be doing a like a la Cruiserweight Classic with women, so they're signing a lot of people. That'd so they also awesome. probably so she'll get, probably be in they're that gonna give up on You know who's their stuff? No, no. No, I don't think you know so. Who, you know who's going to win that tournament? Who's going to win that? Even if they have, no. Crazy Mary Dobson. Okay. That's oh, a, you know that's what? A yeah, solid yeah, pick, yeah. Right. yeah. Because she's she's probably one of the strongest independent chicks, other than blue pants. Da 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 da. I I I'm I went Deanna. I'm gonna I'm already gonna say that I'm picking Deanna Prazo to at least pull through the first round when that inevitably happens five months from now. But uh, so that was that was a great moment for me. But other than that, and then the fatal four way where the bell rings and then Luke Harper just. Murders everybody. everybody. It's there's a pacing that they do in matches a lot now, where they do a move and then they they wait for the audience to absorb it after every move. It's like a beat and then a bump, bump, uh, another move, bump, bump. It's almost like a Japanese style. It's 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 just the pace doesn't change in the early part as often anymore. It's always building, so then it's fast at the end, which makes sense. But it was refreshing to see a match start and it's just it's just balls to the wall right off at the beginning. He knocks out Ziggler. He knocks out Dean, and then Miz is just left there, going like, "What the like, what the hell's don't going hurt on?" Me. Yeah, I'm, I I don't want none of this. Let's work and, together. Yeah, he goes shake his hand, and then mm-hmm. he gets a palm in the face. It was so awesome. Uh, uh, I got really excited about this match because there was a small part of me that was like, "Dude, they're gonna give it to Luke. Like, they're gonna push Luke." Yeah, but then but then that would be Luke versus AJ. Well, I mean, I don't know how long AJ can stay a heel. He's getting cheered more than anybody more more. on the show. Uh, and it's fine. Two hills going against each other is not necessarily a bad thing. They're already going to cheer for AJ anyway. So that's what's, true. The, what's the difference? It um, would have been the same thing with Miz. If Miz would have won, it, it would have been two hills going to each other. They're already going to cheer AJ in the first place. It was. It reminded me of. Remember uh, back in the summer they had it was the Miz against Cesaro, Kevin, and Sammy. Yeah. For the Intercontinental Title, and that match was awesome. That was one of the best matches mm-hmm. of the year that the Miz won. And I was thinking that while I was watching, this was that same kind of frantic pace lots of action i was thinking oh the miz is gonna win the second i said i said that out loud he got out yeah Yeah. he got he got taken out see i actually thought it was gonna be a luke or a miz but then then it was dolph i think dolph versus aj in a couple weeks will be good though no i i don't mind dolph maybe they don't mind dolph i don't mind what what an endorsement that's it no that's about the like the only thing i feel about him i don't mind him have you like just trying to separate him like they're doing braun strom and they separate him completely to you know let him do his own brand get his own recognition um you know now that the uh randy orton and bray Wyatt are a closer team maybe that's his little way of getting out you know that's, well, that's I the way it, i can see it i just thought it would have been nice to give it to luke and then bray be his mouthpiece so he's yeah. able to feud with aj without having to be in the match i don't even think luke i mean that would work yeah i don't think it's similar to like not as strong of a dynamic of Paul Heyman with Punk, but I don't think Luke needs. He uh, doesn't, a, but the ca- the character has not been built around no, where yeah. he can sit there and talk. It's also better, I think, when he doesn't. I like ominous large mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. It's why, like Rusev, you were saying before, when he was with Lana and he wouldn't talk at all, and Lana would just kind of stand. One the f- the first few times he would like put the uh, accolade on people, mm-hmm. he wouldn't let go until Lana got in the ring and put her it's, arm yeah, on oh, his really? shoulder, and then like, he'd, like, a, like a dog attack like, dog. Like she yeah. was, she was, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. She would say like something that. in Russian, and he'd be like, oh. she would say Rusev Crush, and then he would attack, and oh, then see, only she would pull. I thought that was stuff great. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. That when he was in NXT and in FCW, that's all. That's that really? was the dynamic. I oh, see. That's awesome. But they don't. You gotta have. They have to flesh everybody out mm-hmm. on the... Which works, you know, makes sense. But, like, like the Lesnar character works because he only shows up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be like that every, every week. week. And he wasn't back when Lesnar was a full-time guy. The only other thing that was even notable for SmackDown was the uh, number one contender thing for the tag team belts. See, the one thing I've noticed about SmackDown versus Raw, even if they're giving opportunities to people that I don't... that people don't care for or not, uh, is that... It seems every week they're putting on a tournament or a battle royal or some kind of 
you have to earn your number one content. No one ever gets just named Good. number one contender because they had a, f- a fight in the opening promo. You okay. know? Other than Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah, but that's pay-per-view. but that's what I'm saying. That's the, you know that's the one thing on mm-hmm. Raw. But I mean, how many other examples can you really think of? Right. You know, I mean, even for Roadblock, you had New Day beat uh, in the opening match after having two matches. He they beat the Club and Cesaro and Sheamus. But then, didn't you say that they just announced that it's going to be the New Day against Cesaro? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And Sheamus. They, they, just gave, yeah, just, they just gave them that. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. Uh, so, the number one contenders for the belts on SmackDown are the Hype Bros. Well, it's supposed to be. They won the Battle Royal, but mm-hmm. then I read that, that Zach, Zach Ryder, hurt. He, he hurt his knee. Yeah. He went too high on that last one. Yeah. It was a Rough Rider that actually uh, yeah. messed up his knee. So. Yeah. It's a weird move if you really just look at yeah. it, man. If you don't hit it perfect. Somebody's coming down on your knee. Or maybe him and Emma are just taking an extra long vacation. Uh, were you upset that Emma wasn't on Raw? They said she was going to be Extremely. on Raw, but she wasn't. But uh, they said on Talking Smack, the Usos were on there, and they said that they want the shot if the Hypros can't do it. Uh, so Which, they, they already set it up storyline. If, if, if you didn't see the opening five minutes of Talking Smack is hilarious. Really? Because Daniel oh, Bryan yeah. addresses the opener, and he says, like, they got that fist coming at you. And, it, and, it's, and then he said that it reminded him of the old set with the fists. And then Daniel Bryan goes, WWE loves fisting. To which Renee Young went, ah, and then quickly, like, you mean like punching, right? And then giggled and went, let's talk about something else. And they moved on. I did hear about that. hilarious. Yeah, I did hear about that. Poor innocent Daniel Bryan. Actually, that was like the clickbait uh, article that I saw. It was like, uh, Daniel Bryan says WWE loves fisting. And he did it so innocently. Like He He doesn't realize what he's saying. He genuinely was not trying to be lewd or anything. He was just being like, they just love, in that, they just love fisting. You know, the way Daniel Bryan says things. Well, uh, we're going to take a small break, and we're going to come back with our predictions. Predictions for, for Roadblock, Roadblock, end of the line. Um, and then we'll come back with our 10 count, and we'll be closing the show. So uh, stay. God bless you. <laughs> stay tuned from a word from our friends. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall, filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, goddamn jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth Podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMPodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Wow. All right, and we're back, and we're gonna do our predictions for Roadblock. Um, and as usual, you gotta say usual. you gotta say the full name of the pay per view. What is it? Roadblock. Roadblock. End of the line. Good God. I know that because every time they would say Roadblock, they, they would put an ellipsis line. in there and go oh, End of the line. So why do they have Roadblock, Fast Lane, all these racing theme? Because we're almost to the road things. to WrestleMania, yeah. Phil. The road. The road. Roadblock. And they're always on the road. 
Though the road to WrestleMania does not begin until the Royal Rumble. So this is yeah. the roadblock. This is the roadblock road. before you get to the road. Makes sense. That, that makes sense to me. I don't know what you're talking about. If we thought we thought hard about it, though. And most people don't think hard when they watch wrestling. They just want to be entertained, right? Sports entertainment. Um, so we're going to do the same too. thing we did at, uh, on our last prediction, the loser. We're all going to pick our winners from it, and we're going to you know see what happens yeah, well, on well, Roadblock. Yeah, so whoever gets the most right will be declared the unanimous winner. And we'll get a beautiful, somewhat nerdy championship belt to hold until the next pay-per-view. And then the loser has to read aloud a formal letter to Triple H thanking him for the WWE classic film, The Chaperone. And I don't think either of you guys have watched it, so you're going to have to watch The Chaperone first. And then you're going to have... Yeah. No. Oh, yes, it is. I haven't watched it in a long time. I don't know why. I know why I watched it, because I wanted to see if it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. And... It should I think it's on Netflix still? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Actually, I think they're all on Netflix. <laughs> you can't buy them unless you want to dig to the bottom of the five dollar Walmart bin or Second and Charles. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right, okay. so let's start off with which I can't believe this is on the kickoff show. Uh, big Cass versus Rusev. Why can't you believe this is on the kickoff show? It's been such a big storyline, kind of going off and on. It's a huge storyline with epic. Pre- you know, I'm just making fun. The cruiserweight should have been on the. The, the kickoff no, ouch chris chris you just do not like the cruiserweights man i'm not into all. it at all okay well so where were you okay, in the wait, 90s wait. when all this cruiserweight madness was going on? those cruiserweights were awesome there's was a way big difference. oh okay. they were awesome. remind me to say something at the end of the show I'll, I'll 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 leave that alone for right now but for right now chris for the opening match who do you who you got rusev versus big cast uh cast cast yeah. all right this is easily cast there's no reason to even for Rusev to win this at all. Because Rusev is awesome. Rusev should win everything. And That's I agree. I, I think uh, Rusev should destroy everybody. I, they're not going to let him just walk over. If this was Enzo, I would actually give this to Rusev. Chris, let me ask you something. If you were a professional athlete mm-hmm. and you were on the road six days a week with your wife who supports you and manages you, and then backstage at one of these events, a guy completely naked walks up to your wife and hits on her. Is it, we talking about Enzo here? Because We're talking about Enzo. Yes. Would you not? I might be dis- into it. Would you not know. devise some kind of uh, evil plan involving several cameramen inside of a hotel room to <laughs> lure him there and then beat him up? That's just justice. And now you're going to say that Cass deserves to win, despite the fact that Rusev is just being a good husband, a good Bulgarian husband. I think it's obvious. I'm picking Rusev. I'm picking Rusev. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to piggyback on that one, but Rusev for sure. And that I'm You are at, piggybacking then. Well, I'm explaining to you, I'm not going based off of that. I'm going based off of this is a beginning. This is the storyline st- just starting up, and Rusev's been around a while as being a big heel. And I think they're going to, they're going to let him, he's going to not let him, he's going to win this bout. Uh-huh. And Big Cass, this is going to allow him to get raise up in his status on the roster because those guys enzo and cast they're still kind of like everybody loves them they're kind of like the cheerleaders like when dx came back the oh. third time they're like the cheerleaders everybody they're doing the toy commercials they're doing you know everybody's so excited about them but now they're trying to get a little more serious but they're still being silly because that's how those characters are so i'm seeing this drawing out a little bit longer so rusev's gonna have the win but you know the other the young the younger wrestlers are gonna still be hungry you know i want I want some more action for it. Okay, okay. we'll see. We'll see. We'll with this see. All right. So apparently, the match that could have just been left off this show altogether, if Chris had his way, his way, he would just have Roman Reigns wrestle twice. <laughs> uh, but instead, we have to apparently deal with a cruiserweight classic champion championship, three-way. a cruiserweight triple threat. So Rich doing Swan, a lot of triple threats. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, T.J. Perkins and Brian D. Brian Kendrick. D. Brian Kendrick. You got to correct right myself. Okay, okay who's champion? Uh, Rick Swan's That's champion. right. I think he keeps it. Okay, so you, you're picking Swan. Swan. Wait, what did they call him on this episode? Or Raleigh call him the Outlandish Rich outlandish. Swan. That's his new name. This it's, <laughs> he's contractually re- has to be called as Outlandish. I like that. When they said Outlandish, that sounds like something you would say, Sam. When he said, "I that. know," I was like, did, you, "Did Sam write that line?" It's weird when I can tell that like someone's in Michael Cole's ear, going, "Make sure you call him Outlandish." Yeah, his name is not Rich Swan. His name is Outlandish Rich Swan. Okay, so, so who are you going with, Philip? I don't. I do not care for T.J. Perkins. I don't. I, I don't see him winning. This is the way they've been throwing him around back and forth, and Brian Kendrick back and forth. But I think, they have been moving the belt around a lot too. So it's true. You know. I like Rich Swan a lot. Mm-hmm. Now the cruiserweights, him and 
the gentleman Gallagher guy. Oh, I love Jack Gallagher. Those guys are my top guys in the cruiserweights, but I see it going back to Brian Kendrick. He's going to get the belt again. I see him kind of dictating how everything should be in the cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. I am the mm-hmm. I am the I am the classic yeah. cruiserweight. Period. He's been very upset about it. Uh, he needs to, could, he needs to take back his gold. I was about or to say that the belt's made of or blue. Oh, it's purple. It's, it's purple. purple. Yeah. It's purple. It's like platinum and purple. I would. I was gonna say that we should each pick one guy, but I'm not picking T.J. Perkins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna win. I told uh, you. T.J. Perkins is the kind of character that doesn't make sense to just win randomly. He's got a very story built kind of character. Yeah, they try to make it really personal. So is Rich Swan though. So I. Mm. Oh, this is hard. See, I get. I see. I can easily see it just being a, another par for the course, and Rich Swan retains. But I can see Brian Kendrick win. I'm going to go with Brian Kendrick. There you go. Hoop, there it is. Sam's on the right track this week. Damn, me and Philip picked the same thing. Twice now. Uh, next is Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. Okay, so now it's not just Sami Zayn versus... Does it elaborate? It's it's a 10-minute... It's a 10-minute... All he has to do is survive for 10 minutes. He wins. Okay. Does he win if he survives he for 10 minutes? He wins if he minutes? survives for 10 minutes. So this is a Sami Zayn... Like he doesn't have ten-minute Iron Man match, yes. so it's not a ten. It's not a it's ten. It's not a ten-minute like who can time win limit match. It's a time. If he survives for ten minutes, he wins. If Braun Strowman mm. wins or like destroys him before that, Braun Strowman wins. So you can't win. It's no. But d- if Braun no Strowman DQ? makes him, yes, yeah, no DQ. Okay, goes ten minutes. Mm-hmm. He went. Uh, he lost. So. Gotcha. Pretty weird. So if he just runs around the ring and does not touch him for ten minutes, he's not going to do can't that. Save could win. Well, are you saying that's the only way Sami Zayn can beat Braun Strowman is if he runs around for ten minutes, Chris? No, I'm not. But I, I'm saying that's a, that's it. Technically, if they wanted to do that, well, that's just, what he could do. Because like, if it was one of those like, I don't know, I can easily see him lasting nine minutes and fifty nine seconds of them just getting just, passing out and something. Right. But Braun doesn't have like a does he have a, a submission hold or anything? He do a bear oh, hug. No, he on has him. that bear hug thing. Yeah, okay, so I can see do. that kind of thing. Is it like feel, a cobra clutch bear hug. Yeah. Thing? I, I'm gonna pick Braun. But that the star of the match is the uh, spirit of Sami Zayn. Okay. I'm saying Braun too, but I think it's going to be more of a squash. Really? They had three or four minutes. I think oh, wow. yeah. both are wrong. And that Sami Zayn has been getting squashed. Braun Strowman has been squashing. And Sami Zayn has been put in this position to help mm-hmm. get Braun Strowman's uh, character over. That he can hang with this guy that's an independent current independent legend mm-hmm. now he's in the main roster and he can do these crazy matches long matches take these big blows where you think he has 13 concussions and he's gonna ma- he's gonna last the time limit and then he's gonna be out like immediately afterwards you know i can, I, I would love for that to happen so i love the Sammy problem Zane. was that theory it's 10 minutes we have guys. not seen braun Strowman do more than two or three minutes in right. the ring it's the, i don't think it's like the goldberg can. thing back in i don't the day. think he can do 10 minutes i don't know if that's true i i think they pace it. They, they pace limit it the, what well. he can do on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know it goes back to that whole like when he Big is Show a very inexperienced. Yeah, dude, but now. when he was in that uh, when he was in the Survivor Series match, Survivor Series. I mean, uh, granted, there was nine other guys there right. to c- keep the pace going, but uh, you know it'll be slow. But it'll be a lot of him throwing Sammy down, and you know it won't be a technical wrestling match. It's going to be very you know take a shot every time Michael Cole says David versus Goliath during yeah, this match yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't I don't know. He's you know so so he's far Pavlov's wrestler right now, where he could be good or bad. We don't really know. It'll be it's really Braun's first. It's his first singles match on a pay per view too. Mm-hmm. So Sam, this is the first one that we be, do not agree on. This yes, is where it it's is. turning. Mm-hmm. Um, next is Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho. This one's rough for me. I'm not sure. I think that Kevin is going to, uh, try to help and he's going to cost Chris Jericho and Seth Rollins is going to win. I'm actually going to agree with that because I, I think that's what's going to happen. You have to have some kind of Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho continuation of mm-hmm. the story. It's probably going to happen here. And I think that's going to bleed over into the Kevin Owens match. Well, I also think that Seth Rollins is going to build through this show to getting another title shot at the Royal Rumble or to be in the Royal Rumble with momentum, which will be stopped by the Cerebral Assassin, mm. leading to their inevitable WrestleMania clash. So he has to be on a good... He has to make, get some kind of accomplishment before he's dashed, and this is what it's going to be. So he's got to... Checks off the list, Chris Jericho. Next on the list, Universal Champion, but then that's going to get stopped. So what makes sense to me? Going with the GOAT. The greatest of all time, Chris Jericho. 
going with the goat. It's I mean, simple, I, it's, it's simple. weird. It's going with him because I will say, I'm going to keep it short and simple with that. He's kind of just been played around. He hasn't had too many strong wins. He's getting a win this time. He's going into holiday strong. He beat AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Who cares? That yeah, was that right? in April. Yeah. I never pick Chris Jericho. He's my namesake, and I don't ever pick yeah. him. I just did it for you. See, this is where you messed up again. See, look. Mm-hmm. You're going in the wrong direction. Tag team champion belts. New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus. I don't understand how this is what... How is this not, like, against the Revival or something? Or, or not anybody? It doesn't have to be the Revival, but just somebody hey, This is new. not even a setup match storyline-wise. Nothing's happened to set this up. They're going to set I it up I didn't even somehow. hear an announcement about this. The only reason I knew this match was happening because I opened the website today and saw yeah. it there. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there I'm was saying no New Day because from... maybe no... maybe they they threw the bone because Cesaro blew it up on Raw, and they're like, "Oh snap!" He really entertained everyone. If well. New Day loses the belt to a completely non non existent storyline, I'd be pretty pissed about it. Yeah, but then that would get you that created... talking. No, oh, that's a stupid that, way to get me yeah, talking. Yeah, about it is, it. but <laughs> that's right but, but it's the WWE. <laughs> so you know, uh, what about you, Phil? Um, you if I if I I'm gonna let you predict you because I gotta think of this one a little bit, lo- oh, little so bit more. You let me pick, and then you'll pick based. No, on I'm not. I pick. I'm not gonna pick based on you. I, <laughs> I do agree that it, it seems so random, but because it seems so random, I can see it going either way. Where it's like I can't believe Cesaro and Sheamus won. I don't know. Uh, it could also be that somebody interferes and costs the New Day, but then that also seems kind of cl- anticlimactic that they were gonna do that. They should have done that on Raw. Or whoever did that to get the heat should have done before they made the record. So I'm going to go with New Day, and I think they're going to keep winning until, I don't know, WrestleMania? Until the club becomes the real club when everybody starts banding together. No, I think, I almost think it's too late for the club. I think the club needs to go to SmackDown, or they need, like, Finn Balor to come back and and take over. And they need to be enforcers for Finn Balor. Prince Devitt. My prediction is going to (laughs) be it's not going to be the uh, New Day for sure, because. They built up so for so long that they're going to be the longest. They're going to be the longest WWE World Tag Team Champions for the longest time. They got it, okay, and they threw this randomly together. This you know through the Cesaro and Sheamus the Bone. Yeah, they don't have the biggest track record together, but they've shown a lot of growth mm-hmm. because they had that barroom thing that brought them back together. Nowhere. That match that they had, you know. Cesaro, they, they need to give him more big big playtime because oh, he can do it. Those are all great points. You're wrong, but I mean, but right, those we'll are see. those are great. That's points. my pick. Um, okay, and it, here what I'm assuming is probably going to be the two main events. So there's the let's do let's do you know what Banks and Flair. Let's do let's do Roman Roman and Kevin first. I think <laughs> Roman wins, but it's because of Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is going to screw Kevin Owens. Mm, best friends. No and plus so you're I'll, picking Roman Reigns to become the new Universal Champion. Champion and, of the Universe. And he's going to have both the belts. And I have a problem going against Roman Reigns. So You have I'm, a problem going against Roman I mean, believe in the shield, right? Believe in the shield. I believe that. But what I really do think this is going to be a Chris Jericho interference thing. And why Roman's going to win. Which mask is he going to wear this time? Title. <laughs> psychosis mask? Psycho- I was going to say psychosis. Ty, uh, title changes happen a lot in December, so it's not unheard of. He did lose to Sheamus last year. Good uh, God. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah I do oh, remember yeah. that. <laughs> I've tried to forget it. Uh, he beat up Triple H really great afterwards. That was that was. That cool. was actually the last time he's got cheered. Okay. I'm going to go against that. Uh, I'm going to say that Kevin Owens. I think that Chris is going to interfere. It's going to seem like it's going to cost Kevin, but then he's not going to lose. I think Kevin's going to keep his belt or Roman will win by disqualification or something, which would really upset me if I lose Tech, on a technicality, technicality yeah. but I'm going to say that Kevin Owens is going to still be champion, and thus I'm going to say he wins. I'm going to go all Canadian this pay per view, and so, well, actually I'm not actually. Oh, I did, yeah, because Sami Zayn's yeah, pretty much all Canadian this pay per view. I think yeah. so. Well, I mean Cesaro's not Canadian; he's Swiss. Well, but, yeah, but that's but close enough. All the ones that are representing the uh, the Mountie. All right, it did first ever on them. Uh, the first main roster, main roster one. A uh, 30-minute Iron Man match between Sasha Banks and Flair, uh, Charlotte. Iron which th- Woman match? Iron Woman, which Woman. I think is really cool. Uh, I think it should be the last match. You like how they're doing every like big kind of it match? It seems like yeah. a waste that they're just doing it all this year. See, I think that I read someone... Okay, so I'm going to paint you a picture. This is what this is. With your right or left hand? Both hands. Ooh. Need both hands. This uh, is serious. It seems like they're going through every gimmick possible. 
And yeah. I think that that's not an accident. It's been all about the two of them. So it's made the belt about those two, but then it's also raised the bar for that championship. So then the second they finally put someone that matters into that equation, it's going to shake it up to a degree because it's been the same for so long. They're like so, the, the year of 2016 has been Sasha versus Charlotte. So it's like the, it started at the Royal Rumble. She beat Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble, and Sasha Banks showed up afterwards. And since then, they've been feuding. So that's. So you think the Bailey is going to get? I think injected? Bailey. I think. I think that Charlotte's going to retain. The Bailey? Because Charlotte hasn't lost on like, paper. Well, Sam, what you're trying to say, too, is they could put almost anybody in there. It's got some caliber to hold, you know, a title. Yeah. It's almost like the late 80s, early 90s yes. when Sting and Ric Flair. Exactly. They're booking Charlotte like Ric Flair in this kind of day and age. It's exactly what it is. They're lots of title changes. Um, she and Classic matches. She hasn't lost on pay-per-view yet. And that's why and Charlotte I, is my pick. Yeah. She has not lost on a pay-per-view ever. I, but she's going to lose for the first time. Against the boss. And the anniversary of when she won the women's championship for the first time at WrestleMania, but against the hugger of all huggers, Bailey. I'm making WrestleMania predict. That's what it is. Once mm. once it gets to the end of the year, you got they start doing the plan <laughs> of how it's going. Charlotte attacked Bailey at Survivor Series. That was a, pl- a seed. Uh, Sasha will be upset, but then Emelina will come out and attack Sasha, oh, and she'll be in that God. kind of a feud. Or Nia Jax, or no. Dana Brooke, or no. somebody else. Or she'll go to SmackDown. I don't know, but I know that... I was I was thinking it was going to be Sasha versus uh, Bailey at WrestleMania, that that was kind of the idea, but then they keep switching. I mean, it could be... That's what it could be. It could be Sasha, and then she'll turn... So and he, it will be he her versus him. Bailey again, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Charlotte versus Bailey at WrestleMania. So I'm picking Charlotte to retain. Who's gonna Who's gonna get this blockage though? No, no, not Charlotte to retain. Charlotte to win the title. Yeah. Sasha's champion. Damn it! Sasha wins the belt on Raw, and then Charlotte wins it back on pay per view. I so don't like that. What did I pick? You I've... picked Charlotte. Okay, okay, all right. But I'm still going with Charlotte. You're going with Charlotte too. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Philip? Um, I'm definitely gonna pick Sasha Banks. She's gonna come out with Ric Flair, and it's gonna be a butte Clark. <laughs> all right so that's ev- that's all the picks i mean they might add some more matches but we'll just go with these so uh phil um i think that you should be very polite when you address triple h next week i would agree and you with need, this and you need but to the last time we thought he was gonna lose dude you, you guys we got stomped you guys yeah, are I so confident lose, y'all are thinking too hard about it confidence is key if you're not here. first so next week i'll lost. be wearing the championship belt and <laughs> phil will be um Thanking Triple H for the wonderful work he did in the chaperone. Um, and since we're running low on time, we're gonna do a a quick our first ever ten count. No problem. All right, ten count. Uh, and we're gonna go topical on this. Topical, okay. So this is kind of a current thing. So this like is Vaseline. no hold bar. We just go at it for ten minutes about whatever you say. Ten minutes. Quotation mark. Quotation mark. Uh, y'all two are gonna argue about, and I'm gonna give y'all y'all sides too. Okay. So okay, cool. Uh, cool. I'm gonna give per- present a question to y'all. Okay. Give y'all your sides, mm-hmm. um, and you have to convince the other one uh, why you're right. Okay. All Easy. right. And I declare winner at the end. Okay. So you call you you call when it's over. Yes. I'm. We're gonna keep going until you say yes. Stop. All right. Let me turn the mic so I can look at this character over here. All right. Am I talking right? Here we go. So I'm gonna give the question, and I'm gonna tell you what side you're on. Okay. This is kind of one of those things that you're gonna have to. I just have to give a side. So I'm glad that I have no idea what you're gonna say. Yeah. I was thinking that you should tell me what it is beforehand. But no, no, no. I that think would it's make it special. Is James Ellsworth good for SmackDown? You're gonna say he's good, Philip. You're gonna say he's bad, Sam. All right. And yeah. James Ellsworth is the worst thing that's happened to SmackDown, and I can't even imagine how long it's been. I mean, you have a brand that's built on... Uh, Are you saying this based on because he has no chin? I, I actually love that he has no chin. I think it's sad that the brand that was built as the workhorse brand, the brand that is that has made its name on being the brand that Eddie Guerrero made his name on, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar... But how's this guy not a workhorse? He comes up from the independence, he's a jobber, and now he's there every week. He, because you just beat said, up and winning. You just said it. He's a jobber. He's a jobber. He, he can't was put on, a jobber. He has he, a contract now. He can't put on five-star classic matches with AJ Styles. He proved that when he had his ladder match with him uh, a few weeks ago. He he destroyed any credibility he could have had in that one match. That was his opportunity to show everybody that he's awesome. And then and then he, all he did was show everybody that AJ Styles could wrestle a broomstick he, because he just wrestled James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth is thing. scouting out AJ Styles like no other. 
James that's Al- why he comes out with Dean Ambrose, his buddy, and he is watching all these matches, and that's what he he's he's scouting. Anybody him. that would be friends with Dean Ambrose already sucks anyway. Just look at Roman Reigns; he's best friends with Dean Ambrose. He sucks. James what about Ellsworth you saying this about Renee Young? Ambrose. You saying she sucks? Yes, I am saying that Renee sucks. Badoom. Uh, and then Seth Rollins <laughs> hates Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins is awesome. Case in point, you associate yourself with Dean Ambrose, you, it's nothing but bad. All right. More to the fact James Ellsworth is terrible. That's that's you're saying stuff that people know, but what do you really know about James Wellsworth? Um, I know that he wrestled on the independents for years, which shows how terrible he is. Because if he was any good, he would have gotten signed much longer ago. Uh, same with AJ Styles; he's been around for a long, 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 long time, and now he's just getting to the WWE. Technically, he wrestled on Velocity back in like two. Yeah, but he didn't make the cut. Why? Uh, because I'm just letting you talk because. He didn't make the cut. But you tell me, you tell me why James Worth is, is great for SmackDown because I think that I think that he's terrible. He wears red shoes when he's on the blue brand. He should. You know why? Red, you know why I think he's great? Boots. Because you're showing so much passion for this guy, no matter what it's good, bad, or other. He wears red boots because you see them and you're talking it's about. It's mostly him. other. He sells a T-shirt with a picture of his beautiful face on the cover of it. And it's the what isn't it the best selling T-shirt other than probably Bootios right now Christmas people, T-shirt. And people buy it to wipe away their tears because of how awesome SmackDown was before James Ellsworth showed up. Dude, he's bringing SmackDown back to the glory days. The glory where days of Tommy what? Dreamer versus Stevie Richards with pants was this a, <laughs> a match you wanted to watch every other week. That was that ever on SmackDown? Yes, it was. Paul, Look it up. Paul Heyman was going to suggest that he would love to write for the WWE again until he saw James Ellsworth and decided that he wanted nothing to do with it. That's how bad you know James why? Ellsworth because Mikey Whipwreck totally did Paul Heyman over. I don't think by coloring his hair red and becoming nuts. I I, I feel like the fact that. James Ellsworth could be a credible WWE champion contender is one of the saddest things I've ever heard. He's no Colin Delaney, Sam. He's James No Chin Music Ellsworth. I mean, you got guys like Sami Zayn on Raw, who's going to fight Braun Strowman for 10 minutes this Sunday, maybe, and James Ellsworth couldn't last two minutes with him, but he's got, I mean, any man with two fists has got a, has, has a you know. What does Braun Strowman say that's going to be interesting? Nothing. That's right. Because he has on. no catchphrase. He comes out and he does his little stand and screams and then walks to his ring. What does James Ellsworth said? He actually has good mic skills. So you're saying you that, listen do you listen to James Ellsworth? So you're talks? saying that James Ellsworth has a catchphrase so he so he's awesome? I mean yes. a lot of people have catchphrases. Who? I mean Raven, what about me? What about Raven? That was terrible. <laughs> uh yeah, just Joe. Just Joe, that was terrible. Just because you have a catchphrase what is, what doesn't is make AJ you awesome. What is AJ Styles' catchphrase? The Rock had an awesome catchphrase. AJ Styles? Yeah. The champ that runs the camp. And, um, Face that runs this place? Wow, that's so cute. But he's not like a fighting... The you, ass you talk with about, all the class. You talk about... <laughs> you're talking about somebody that's uh, a workhorse program. He's, he's the guy. He's the common mm-hmm. man's wrestler. Yeah. I'm not going to compare he's him to somebody. He's not a common other. man because I feel like I'm a common man and I could I could shove James Ellsworth over with a, with a feather. Until he... No chin like, music's your face. He does have a really good sweet chin music. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Not as good as Stevie Richards, though. Oh. Ooh. Philip definitely lost that one. Did Philip lose? Yeah, Philip is right. counted out. I got out. counted out. Ding, but ding, I did ding. give you the harder side of this. That, on is, purpose. that is the harder side. Because yeah. I knew you weren't going to have much to say because there's no way to protect this fan. <laughs> you talked about everything but James Ellsworth. Uh, I was trying my best. No, there's it's not... good. It's good. It was done on purpose. We're trying ding, to ding, we're ding, trying ding. to shake over here. No. We're trying to do some cruiserweight classic shaking. <laughs> Code uh, of honor. Code so of honor. So what do we call in that? That's the ten count. Ten count. So we call it the three count. So we're gonna keep Sammy record on. that. So we're gonna have a running total. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'll, I mean that's just gonna be putting tally marks next to my name, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. All right. We gotta start bringing up some knowledge stuff. I didn't. I, I don't remember. What did you say, Chris? I, I didn't hear the ruling. Who who won that one? Uh, uh, Sam Jericho. Sam Jericho won hear. that. Okay. So so I was counted out. That's a shame. Uh, even though you almost lost instantly because you said Roman Reigns sucks. Like after that, I was like, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> just not, I'm just not. I'm just not going to pay attention to me because you, you knew that it was true. So uh, it's okay. <laughs> we can talk you're about lucky that next to week. play on the field stands. <laughs> so 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 far, it's Sam won. And Philip zero, and we'll see how long it'll be before Phil just stays down for the ten count for good. All right. Well, um, I think that's the show, fellas. I thought it was a good show. Thank you everybody for joining us this week. 
Uh, as usual, all our podcasts are released every Friday, so make sure you check back with us next week as we uh, see how um, the predictions went. And hopefully I don't lose this week again. again. Do you have Netflix? Yeah, I have Netflix. Okay, so have have the chaperone queued up you know, it, right after the show. Funny thing is, it's on my watch list right now. Cause is I, it really? Yeah, because <laughs> wa- I've always wanted to watch it just because Triple H is in it. That movie is as bad as James Ellsworth is for SmackDown. That's how bad <laughs> it is. So anyway, we have been Nerds of the Square Circle. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there'll be links to everything, our, our social media pages, our email addresses, uh, which is somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. You can find everything in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. Please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're Sounds kind of desperate. We should just get them because we're awesome. That's right. Uh, we're awesome, but out of the kindness of your heart. Leave your hate. Leave no, the no, ho- I'm begging. It's the holiday season, guys. Yeah, out of the kindness of your heart and the holiday spirit. Or yes. if you hate us, just tell us that you hate us. Uh, tell us you hate us, but leave us five stars. Yeah. You can do that. A five-star hate. A five-star hate. Love hate. It's one of those love hate things. It's called mm-hmm. passion. It would help us out greatly, so make sure you do that for us. And we are your hosts. Philip, the dude with the headband. You went first this time. Sam Jericho. And I am Starfgris. Uh, Make sure you join us next week.